Hi, friends. In this week's episode, we have the pleasure of talking with the whole Joyful Health team about prioritizing our day with the Lord to help us feel our best. So if after listening to this episode, you feel like your wellness priorities are out of alignment and you want to integrate your faith and your health, definitely head to joyfulhealth.co to check out our 12-week signature Joyful Health course. Sign up and we would love to walk with you through that journey. All right, let's get into the episode. Welcome to the Joyful Health Show. I'm Aubrey, registered dietitian. And I'm Casey, personal trainer. And together, we're here to help you discover joyful health by grace. Hi, and welcome to this week's episode of the Joyful Health Show. This week is a fun episode because all of our Joyful Health coaches, Casey and myself, Aubrey, um, got to get together for a conversation about prioritizing our days with the Lord, what that looks like, Um, and we are so excited to have this conversation. So let me just reintroduce y'all to our coaches if you haven't met them before. So we have our Joyful Movement coach, Amanda Reynolds. She is also the author of Good to Grow. So hi, Amanda. Hello. And then we have our dietitian, Megan Becker, who is also the owner of Grace Rooted Nutrition. So hi, Megan. Hi. So before we get started, um, Casey, will you just talk to us about why we need to prioritize our day with the Lord or what this has to do with health? Yeah, for sure. And I think when we talked about what this episode would would look like, we use the words balance a lot. And I think we all are on the same page of it's balanced, but it doesn't feel like balance because with the Lord, we are on stable ground and we don't have to balance ourselves. And so when we can come back to the foundation of grace, then we can feel firm in our footing and peace for our day. And so during our day, what are the times when we feel off? Like when we feel scattered, we just don't, we can't get a handle on things. It's less that we need to balance things better, but we need to return to God's grace and what he's given us and go back to him and be in good communication with him, constant communication and prayer, um, rejoicing always, giving thanks in all things, and being able to ask him, what, where are you calling me? Because sometimes we feel stressed because we feel the tug of the Holy Spirit pulling us in a different direction. And so the solution sometimes is not to try harder, but to listen and respond to him. So we just get to talk about what that kind of looks like for each of us um, and kind of give some some tips, some takeaways, some practical things of what God has been teaching each of us. So hopefully it will help you as well. Um, Okay, so we're going to start with you, Aubrey. Yay! Yay! (laughs) Okay, so Aubrey, what does it look like for you to feel your best? Sure. So I think I feel my best both when I am physically cared for. um, And so we're going to talk about that a little bit in our priorities, but also when I am spiritually cared for, when I'm emotionally healthy, I'm emotionally energized. um, 
And so when those two things can align, when I have that like peace of Christ, and I also feel like I'm meeting those needs of like those basic needs of my body, mm-hmm. then I usually feel pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. That's really important. Okay. So this is like the, the picture, the ideal of what it looks like for you to feel your best. So how, what does it, what does it feel like when you are frazzled, you feel like things are every which way you can't get a handle on things? What does that feel like for you typically? Oh, yeah. Um, I think I notice it when I'm starting to feel anxious or rushed or when I'm starting to feel really impatient with my loved ones. Um, Just acting out of alignment with my values. Like if I notice my behaviors are not in alignment with, you know, what I value most, which, you know, for example, like when I'm short with my children, um, I usually know something's not right. Like something, there's some need that's not being met that I need to address. Right. Okay. So let's talk about that really quickly. So you talked about your values. So what are some of those priorities for you that you feel like, okay, this is a cue. I'm, I'm living outside of these priorities. So what are those for you? Are you, Mm. have you defined those? Have they changed? Um, what does it look like for you today? Yeah. So on a very broad level, I would say um, there's like my priorities or my values and those are ordered after um, I try to order them after God and after his word. And so number one priority is my relationship with the Lord. Um, Number two priority or very close is my relationship with my close family, my husband and my children. And then after that comes um, my, whatever I'm called to do in that season. So what is my relationship or what is my, am I living out of my like excellence? So am I performing the things that God's put in front of me, the work that God's giving me with excellence while still honoring those other values first? Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that, and then, you know, you can get more specific with that. Like I want to be gentle with my children. I want to act out of love. Like there's different things that I want to be and I, sh- I strive for, which I know strive's not a like popular <laughs> word right now, but I um, hope to be in Christ. And so if I'm mm-hmm. really stepping outside of that or don't like how I'm acting, I usually know something's amiss. Yeah. And I feel like knowing when things are amiss, like those are your cues of I'm not being gentle. I just lashed out and I just snapped at this person and you realize I have kind of transgressed this boundary of peace and and going outside of it. I've overextended myself. So what are those cues to help you return to God's grace and um, how do you come return back to him from there? Sure. Um, I think... The most important thing for me is to get some time outside. This is just me personally. Like I like to step outside. Like if I'm feeling, sometimes I'll just be in my house and there's all this noise um, and the kids are being crazy and I realize, oh, it's 4 p.m. I was dealing with this fine at 10 a.m., but I'm just like really tired and stressed. I'm going to go step outside for whatever reason, being outside like just helps me process. And then I can get out there and I can very quickly like have a moment with the Lord. I can just take some deep breaths. That's kind of my like right away action plan because I have to return into my house to finish making dinner. Um, But 
I would say like long term, it means like sitting down and journaling. Um, usually I just need to get some things off of my chest in prayer. Um, that's how I process things is like a prayer journal. And um, then from that, ask the Lord, what is it that I need? I usually know. Like I usually know intuitively right away. Like I know I haven't been um, eating enough or I know I haven't been like having my quiet time that makes me feel um, just so much more at rest. And so then I can kind of make a plan to how can I prioritize that and what are the things I can shift around in my life to make that happen? Yeah. Yeah. So that's really helpful. So can you um, leave the listeners with one tip, maybe something that God has been speaking you specifically in this area of your life that you can maybe share with them? Ooh, um, <laughs> one tip is hard. Okay. <laughs> and I knew these questions beforehand. Um, <laughs> I think one tip would be to just really take time to write down what your top values and priorities are and ha- and then look at all the things that you're doing in your daily life, like your very specific day-to-day tasks, and then evaluate which of these are um, most important for my values, which of these things like have to get done for me to be the person that I want to be in Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, even as practically as if it's talking about like house maintenance, like I know that in order for my family to thrive, I have got to cook meals or I've got to get meals on the table, right? And I've got to do dishes and then laundry comes next and everything else can kind of fall away. <laughs> um, and the same thing goes with like, I know that I need to get up in the morning and have a quiet time and move my body in some way and that makes me function in a way that is more in line with my values the rest of the day. So I would just say sitting down, writing those values out, and then letting those be the filter of how you prioritize this day, your day. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And we all have lenses that we are looking through. We mm. see the story we believe. So being able to come back to those and clarify those is super important. Um, and just having them on pen and paper. It's just in black and white. It's there. There's no question about it. So, and being able to come back and do that constantly. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's not just a one-time thing. So thank you, Aubrey. Yeah, so fun. Okay, so I'm excited because all of us are in different seasons of life, and um, I think we'll have a little bit slightly different perspectives here. So we are going to talk to Megan um, about these same questions. So Megan, first of all, what does it mean or feel like for you to just feel your best? Yeah, I definitely agree with everything that you said, Aubrey. And for me specifically, um, my rhythm, when my rhythm is going well, it's when I'm functioning from a place of overflow and not overwhelm. So just Mm -hmm. like you said, when I'm not feeling like I'm rushing around, when I don't feel overly busy or overly scheduled, but when I actually have time in my schedule to you know, accept a coffee date or, you know, spend more quiet time when I need it. So um, really just kind of that rhythm. um, And, you know, even balance in a rhythm isn't always black and white either, right? So it's, there's a lot of gray space there. It's going to look different in different seasons of life and even day to day or week to week. Um, But for me, I, you know, that, that sense of overwhelm, that sense of kind of like you described, that anxiety, that 
Um, knowing there's an unmet need um, is definitely a good indicator for me. Um, and also, like you said, taking care of our physical body needs too. But, um, you know, as we both know, we talk a lot about nourishment as dietitians. Um, I also do like to say, though, that spiritual nourishment first is always my priority because um, I know that when I stray from my time with the Lord is when I very easily become unaligned in my priorities. And if I'm not having time for daily prayer, for devotion and stillness, for worship, um, that that's where I just fall more quickly into that feeling of overwhelm. Um, Mm, Yeah. And that's why that like rightly ordered, like putting God and spiritual health first, Mm -hmm. um, then allows you to still prioritize the physical nourishment. And that's a really cool picture. I'm glad you pointed that out. Um, When you feel, okay, actually let's change this question just a smidge because when life does get super busy or overwhelming, like the tasks are piling up because that's going to ha- happens to all of us. How do you, um, kind of figure out what's going on and get back to a place of rest and grace? Yeah. For me, I am pretty introverted, so I definitely need my time of stillness. So just having that time to sit sometimes, maybe it's with a cup of tea, maybe it's with my dog on the couch, just to have time to sit and process and digest my thoughts. Um, A lot of times it is with a journal and a pen and a paper too, like you said, just to get them out, to process them and to digest them. because I often will feel like if I'm in a in a um, rhythm of overwhelm, that life is just happening to me, right? But um, being able to sit down and process it and then kind of sort through, you know, what is mine to own, what is within my control, um, and that helps me to just set, like, natural boundaries, right? Um so really stillness for me is is where I start, and that usually just naturally ends up being time with God too, inviting him into that. And then also, you know, kind of more tangibly taking care of, you know, my physical self is making sure that I have time in my schedule to grocery shop, to put meals on the table, to have snacks for days where I'm busy, grab and go food items, um, you know, making sure that I'm fitting in joyful movement. Um, and then a big non-negotiable, non-negotiable boundary for me is sleep. That's just like a baseline need for me that if I'm not getting enough sleep at night, I'm just not going to be myself. (laughs) We respect that. (laughs) We respect that. So um, I love what what you said about what is mine to own and what is not, because even just asking that question, do you feel like that can just clear up even like mental overwhelm? Like sometimes we're holding on to things we don't need to own. Mm -hmm. And then we find, oh, we do have more space for these priorities Mm -hmm. that matter. Yeah. So that's awesome. And definitely surrendering what is not ours mm-hmm. to own, what is not ours to carry, what is not within our control, um, and just recognizing that God's grace meets us in that place, right? Or when we're misaligned, God's grace meets us in that place, and He is what helps us to realign. The Holy mm-hmm. Spirit um, within us is help is what helps us to realign. Yeah. That's awesome. Do you have any other um, like 
something you want to leave the listeners with or a tip for how to kind of prioritize their days with the Lord? Um, I would say as far as a tip, definitely let go of what is not life-giving for you. So really invite God into your journey. Um, Absolutely. You know, ask Him for discernment. Ask Him for guidance in figuring out what is life-giving for you and let go of what things are not life-giving for you because God created us all to be unique um, with different needs, different personalities, different interests. You know, I know I'm not someone that's ever going to wake up at 5 a.m. and go for a run. That's just not going to be life-giving for me. Um, But there's lots of other ways. I love to move my body at different times of day where I have more energy. Um, And kind of along with that too, letting go of comparison, right? Because we might see what other people are doing and think, oh, that looks great. It looks like they're it's working well for them. And it's good to, you know, get ideas or get inspiration, but really just letting go of that comparison trap um, and just tuning out any noise that comes with that and just tuning into, you know, what is good for you, what is life-giving for you. And always, you know, just just inviting the Holy Spirit into that and to help you figure that out. Yes. Okay, y'all, I was just thinking, just to give you some context of what these ladies' lives look like. Um, so Aubrey lives in Tulsa, Oklahoma. She has three kids. She's um, has one on the way. Um, so, and she's homeschooling them. She has this business. Um, she supports her husband and what he does and vice versa. Um, so that is what kind of her day looks like. Um, Megan is in Detroit. Um, she works at a facility and now has clients that she works with from home. She's married, has a sweet dog. <laughs> <laughs> Still fairly newly married, too. <laughs> yes, yes. Newly and, married. So you're figuring out these rhythms and they change mm-hmm. over time. And so yep. I think that's that you said the word grace space. And I thought you said grace space. I was like, oh, that is the grace space. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Um, and then, Amanda, tell us a little bit about... Like a little bit of of context of um, kind of what your day looks like and what does it feel for you to what does it look like for you to feel your best? Yeah, so oh man, I kind of have my hands in a lot of different things right now in life. Um, I'm a mom of two girls that are getting older every day, and they're kind of in that school age where you know I'm still very involved. I'm probably more involved in driving them places than I am like toddler playtime on the ground Mm -hmm. um but it's just a different kind of busy and then I have a part-time job and I also just um love to teach fitness I love to write I love to help out in different ministries so all all sorts of things that take up you know time and space (laughs) and you know the husband the house the the food all that stuff so yeah yeah um, but yeah, I, I was talking to Megan earlier about how it took me a long time to realize that one thing I need more than anything else is quiet alone time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and people, I, I guess I didn't really have the opportunity to learn that because I grew up in a family. There were always neighborhood kids at our house. Um, I went to college and had roommates. And then I was I was going to get married, and that didn't work out. So I ended up living by myself, and that mm-hmm. is where I learned, whoa, like this is something I really need. Mm-hmm. And I went straight into teaching after mm-hmm. college, 
And I quickly learned after three years, like, this is not healthy for me to be surrounded by this many people all day long without any time for my brain to be quiet and be still. Um, so, yeah, that's been a big revelation for me to learn that. Yeah. Yeah, that stillness and quietness. Yes. <laughs> well, I'm glad that you have found that, mm-hmm. found that need. Um, okay, so when you do feel like something is off in your day, could be because you don't have enough stillness in your day, how do you figure out what is truly going on? Like, what are your cues there? Yeah, um, I was thinking about that and not to like shamelessly plug my book, but in my book, I talk a lot (laughs) about like being fruitful. And for me, if I'm not producing fruit, then something's going on in my garden. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like I'm not getting enough water, light, sun. I'm not receiving something that I need to be able to produce the fruit of the spirit, right? Um, whether that's physical nourishment, emotional nourishment, spiritual nourishment, there is something missing there. And I know that when I'm not being loving or peaceful or patient or kind or any of those fruits, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. So those are the the signs that you feel like I'm, I'm not being fruitful. So what is going on here? Um, so what, so it sounds like your priorities have been like stillness, quiet time, um, being able to see those fruits produced. And I think of um, Jesus saying to abide with him and, mm-hmm. you know, that he is the vine. We are the branches. So um, have you settled into any, like, certain priorities that help you return to his grace? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, hmm. <laughs> trying to think. Um Well, I think you kind of mentioned, I mean, most of them, most of your priorities are like, I need physical nourishment. Um, I need emotional support. Like, I need quiet time and space for my soul. Right. So so I guess really, if you're not experiencing growth, you have to be able to pinpoint Mm. one of those things that are off. Yes. Yeah. And I think that it's, like, if I'm not able to produce and to love others and to do the things that I know God wants me to do, then I'm not being loved. I'm not Mm -hmm. receiving God's love. And Mm -hmm. so I have to go back to that and be like, it's not about what I'm doing for you, Lord, but it's about who I am in your eyes Mm -hmm. and sitting before him and reflecting on that. Because sometimes I can get so busy and so wrapped up in producing that I forget about just sitting in the presence of God, you know? Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so you might have already, you can repeat something that you've already said here, but what would maybe be your number one takeaway that you feel like God is really imprinting on your life right now that you'd love to be able to share from a place of wisdom? and. Mm. (laughs) One of my favorite quotes, and oh, I cannot remember who said it, but she talks about how life is a juggling game. And how not all the balls are glass. Some balls are plastic and you can drop them. And that to me is very freeing and relieving and peace giving Mm -hmm. to know that 
that mom over there might be called to to make beautiful sandwiches for her children every day in their lunch and carve their vegetables into flowers. You know what I mean? Like, we're all called to different things, and I don't have to be everything, yeah. you know? Um, that I can be what God has given me in this time, in this season, with with the capabilities that I have right now, yeah. you know? Yeah. Great. Thank you for sharing. Oh, and I love that quote, too. It's like, you can drop some of those plastic yes, balls, yes. or you can hand them off to God. Like, right. You know, like, like hey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> can you hold it for a while? I don't need yeah. this one. Um, okay, so Casey, last but certainly not least, excited to hear some of your answers. So, Casey, why don't you tell us what your um, day-to-day context is yeah, okay. So um, I am a mother of two girls, age three and eight. So one goes to like a little day school during the school year and one goes to, and one is almost in third grade. So, and I just love them to pieces. Um, and my husband, he's an entrepreneur that works from home. And so we have a lot of fun together um, as a family. And and then I am a fitness instructor, um, really only technically once a week um, at the Y, but I have a love for writing, so I'm an author, and of course, being able to steward this thing that's called Joyful Health. Yay! We're so happy you do. (laughs) Um, So what does it look like for you or mean for you to feel your best? Yes, and I feel like I can easily define when I don't feel my best. (laughs) Do it. (laughs) Um, Okay, well, so when I don't feel my best and um, I kind of talk about the the most recent example is like um is push cramming too much stuff on my plate and thinking that productivity equals fruitfulness where productivity like high productivity levels for me um doesn't equal better performance but more anxiety Mm -hmm. (laughs) so um I can think of like you know I have to leave this certain time to go get my daughter from school and she does not want to be the last one to be picked up because if she is then it's like this look of devastation and I you know I feel like the worst mom so so it's like I know I have to leave this certain time but I gotta get just one more email in I gotta get this one more to do thing in and then of course and then I go to pick my three-year-old and she's asleep and I'm like come on we gotta go right now and I haven't left us any room or any room for grace um, and she needs stuff and I'm just shoving her, you not shoving her, I'm buckling her in the seat while she's like half awake, um, <laughs> very safely. <laughs> and then, you know, I'm driving, like I gotta, gotta go to the speed limit. So if I get pulled over, you know, I'm going to be even later. And so just thinking about like, if I could just slow down, prioritize what God has actually given me to do versus like what I feel like I have to do on this list, then I could be at rest. And so I know Megan talked a lot about sleep and I get, um, I get really sharp with people and impatient when I can't sleep because it feels like this chronic, like, uh, alert on my body. Like, Hey, you're tired right now. You're tired. And so it's like, I get exhausted of managing that like symptom. Um, and so I really, if I'm, well rested and I've also noticed if I'm irritable during the day or if I can't sleep at night it's because I haven't um moved in some form or fashion so it can it can be going on a walk or like an extended walk where I feel like okay um um you know I feel like I am not worn out but I feel more full after that 
um, more satisfied. So it's like I eat food that makes me feel satisfied and I move in a way that makes me feel satisfied. Like I've done enough and my <laughs> my body can my body and my mind can feel at peace because those go hand in hand for me. Um, and the house can be a wreck and me not even notice it if I'm in a good place. Mm. And if I'm in a healthy place. But if I start noticing everyone else's mess and clutter on the house and I'm like, I, I need something else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, so those are some cues that then I'm off if I'm starting to notice mess because it means that I'm trying to control too much. Yeah. So it sounds like just to feel your best you have margin I would say in your day a little more margin yes and I've heard it it's really silly but like this one pastor said yes be a marginal Christian have (laughs) some margin and I was like yeah (laughs) that's what I need I don't want the status quo but I need margin and that's where you know you write all of your best thoughts is in the margin of the pages and that's where like life comes out and you're like yes I have this revelation you know and you can really experience the creativity and and uh abundance of the Lord there. (laughs) Yes. Okay. So I know you already talked about sort of what it feels like to feel like when you're frazzled and sort of some tips of how you get back to like going on a walk, helping yourself feel satisfied. Um, What are some other ways that you return to God's grace? Yeah. And I think it's really number one is being able to remember the gospel Mm -hmm. (laughs) because I forget it all the time. Which is why I put myself on a Bible reading plan because I have to be in the Word every single day. And that plan keeps me accountable. Um, And being able to write to people after what I've learned and the plan keeps me accountable. So soaking in the Word every single day so that it moves from like the page to my eyes, to my mind, to my heart, to my body. um, That is when I feel like most alive and aligned and grounded and knowing that, okay, like Jesus has saved me, that is done, it is finished. So whatever I do, it doesn't have any bearing on the finished work of the cross. So whatever I do now is just bonus and I get to live free with him. I'm not bound and a slave to this to-do list. Um, so being able to remember the gospel through the word, um, being able to slow down. <laughs> um, and slowing down a lot of times means uh, taking things off my to-do list so that I can get more sleep. Um, being able to to say no to things or to say yes to working out with a friend so that I can get in some exercise so that I can sleep. <laughs> um, and also like saying no to ice cream because I, like right before I go to bed because it makes my heart race because it has sugar in it and that makes me not be able to sleep. So being able to, and I've noticed things, you know, as I go along. And so it's like a constant practice of, noticing oh that's information that I can take and um it's you know I'm not dependent on these things but it's like getting curious about what I need um and how God can meet those needs and so that I can fully enjoy him yes I we keep coming back to this theme of practice and like all of the podcasts that we've been recording lately mm-hmm. um but would you say I mean you already gave a bunch of tips right there but would you say <laughs> would be your number one tip to someone who's maybe new in the, like they're, they're just starting to like be aware of what their needs are. Um, or they're just new to this practice of paying attention to their needs like this. Yeah. And I, I feel like there's different words for it. It's like the stirring of the heart, 
I feel a tug. I feel like something is off. Like, notice those and take them as communication from God that he's pulling him, he's pulling you back to himself. Um, so it's, you know, we all stray. And so he's, you're not like trying to compete this race and finish this, fin this finish line. Like you are actually just returning to the grace that God's already given you. So to be able to notice those and not um, push harder, but to come back. Mm, yeah, that's really good. Start with noticing um, and then you can go from there and just return to Christ. So rest yeah. in God's grace, right? And yes. follow the joy. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, okay. We hope this has been super helpful for y'all. Um, we like, again, this is like a continual journey mm -hmm. for all of us. And we're constantly reevaluating, constantly practicing. Um, but before we go... We would love to just pray for you guys um, and pray for your process in this. Um, and also just encourage you once again, like don't, we didn't do this so you could compare your lives to all of ours, um, but to get with the Lord and ask, Lord, what do you, what are the priorities that you have for my life, especially in this season? Um, and how can, what are the like tangible ways that I can live that out in my day-to-day -day life? Um, so Casey, our resident... <laughs> Prayer warrior, will you pray for us? Yeah, I've got my sword of the spirit in hand. I love it. <laughs> Put on your helmet of salvation, people. <laughs> okay, let's just take a deep breath. It always helps us to exhale. Um, just let the tension go in our shoulders, our minds, and um, if your feet are on the floor, pay attention to that. Rest in the foundation of grace that just lifts you up day to day. Um, that God is always here with you. Um, Lord, I thank you that you, you are the vine and we are the branches. Forgive us for extending ourselves outwards to the sky when we have you and we forget you. <laughs> We're connected to you. Um, and so you are really what we need. We pray that you would help us. <laughs> Pull us back to you whenever we feel like we are needy. We don't have what we um, want. We like life is holding us back. We're overwhelmed. Um, God, that you have everything that we need. We can come back to you and Thanksgiving. We can come to you with prayers. You can give us clarity. You can give us all things. Um, I thank you that you have given us all things. Um, if you would not withhold your son, what else would you not give us? So, we thank you, and we pray all this in your name. Amen. 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 All right. Until next time, you guys, rest in his grace and follow the joy. Bye. Bye. <laughs>Hey, thanks so much for listening. A very special thank you to all our podcast guests, along with Dwayne Goldbeck for podcast editing and Maddox Schuler for writing and recording our podcast music. <laughs>